Welcome to the Rosicrucian Podcast. This month, in part two of a two-part podcast, Soror Debbie Barrett leads participants in a guided meditation about the mystical realm of the Am Duat. In our previous podcast, we had taken several steps into the time and mind of ancient Egypt with an introduction into their cosmology, spirituality, and mythology. Now it is time to step into the text of the Am Duat itself. This will not necessarily be a meditation, however it could be used as such. If you are intending to engage the text on this level, please be in a safe and non-interactive space. Otherwise, this may simply be listened to as a guided tour and explanation of this fascinating text. Either way, you are invited to bring along something of yourself or your life that you would like to transform. A behavior or thought pattern, a relationship, or any area of disharmony in your life. Understanding that the transformation is only for the one who takes the journey of self-discovery and never to change another. Let us now step into the waiting night bark of the Sun God. For each one of you is now Ra, the Sun God or Goddess, beginning your journey through the Duat to be reborn with the Dawn. Welcome to the journey. The First Hour Upon entering the first hour of the night, in the West, Ra is greeted with great celebration and rejoicing by all the creatures and deities of the sun. Ra is welcomed home with praise. But this is also a time of disorientation and reacclamation. The realm of the Dwat is a reflection of that which is below, and as such, is a reverse image. In the first hour, things are beginning to make their shift, but there will be two more hours for the gradual adjustment, for the full reversal in the fourth hour. It is like the change one experiences each night with the transition into sleep, or similarly, the shift during deep meditation. There is no reason for stress or concern, for Ra is surrounded on the night boat by his loyal crew and faithful guide, the mistress of the bark. In this atmosphere of support and love, Ra is able to release those aspects that keep him bound to the material world of the daylight. Here in the realm of mystery and spirit, where Nut breathes directly from the divine breath of Shu as he upholds her, Ra moves out of the physical, emotional, and mental structures necessitated by daily life. It is in the Amdwat that the soul lives, moves, and has its being. The conscious or analytical mind can be set aside in favor of the subconscious, which readily speaks the language of symbols and metaphor. The Ka and the Ba are still united, 
for it is the journey itself that will winnow the ka from the ba. And like the chaff caught in the wind of spirit, it will be carried forward while the ka falls heavy to the earthen threshing floor. Worry not, eternal Ra, for the ka of any of your fated followers, like the wheat that provides for the daily needs of the generations upon the earth, the ka will return to the ancestors and await another incarnation in which to learn and grow in the light. The Second Hour Moving now with the flow of the river, the night bark enters the second hour, a place that would seem very familiar. Here the fields are established and assigned after the annual flood. Seeds are planted and the crops are grown. The seeds are those thoughts, words, and actions planted in life. They grow now as a reflection of the state of affairs in the physical world. Ra, the God who shines the rays of light and life abundantly upon the earth, now looks upon the fruits of that labor of love. You are now invited to see the area of disharmony that you have brought with you into the Duat as a seed that you now place into the deep, rich earth that was deposited by the Nile flood. As you watch, it sprouts and grows quickly into something that represents this concern for you. It is a symbol and a key to the reestablishing of balance. These first four hours are a preparation, an orientation, and a testing. It is like the outer chambers of a temple, each taking the candidate deeper into themselves as they approach the sanctum of greater truth and knowledge. Look once again at the symbol that is before you and hold it in your subconscious mind as the bark continues on its journey. The Third Hour Upon entering the third hour, you again find this world to be one of reversals, disconnection and confusion. The established natural order is topsy-turvy, and it is silent except for the voice of Ra calling out to the inhabitants of this hour. You may have the feeling of fragmentation or disorientation of those parts of yourself that are forced to maintain the masks and illusions held in physical life. Following the planting and harvest there always followed a long, hot Egyptian summer, but not here in the Duat. Sailing into the third hour, the land is now inundated with the floodwaters of the Nile. The inundation was the presence of Nun, 
covering the barren land with unmanifested potential. Here it has wiped out all the crops. The reflections of the fruits of your daily labor in the physical world are swept away as if they had never existed. You might notice how you are feeling as you watch all the crops, including the one you planted, now submerged beneath the waters of Nun. All energy is recycled. This is the returning of that which was once created in the physical world to the vastness of the undifferentiated potential of creation. Fear not, great Ra, that which is eternal can never fade or be washed away, and the eternal is within you, safely protected on the night bark. The third hour is a clearing away of illusion, the first of several steps towards true and clear sight. For those who have the knowledge that the physical is only transitory, the journey through this hour is smooth and easy. Reminding yourself that you undertook this journey in order to transform. The journey lies ahead, not behind. You can hear the support of all who have taken this journey and sailed this river before you and you are heartened. The fourth hour. Now is the moment of separation and decisions. We are entering the land of Sokar. The land of reversals now turns completely upside down. Sokar is one of the oldest gods. He is the god of the necropolis. We are now in his desert realm. The water of the river is dried up, and the bark must now be towed, and there is complete darkness. This is a land of mythic and fantastic creatures that will either aid or impede your progress. It all depends on what you know to be truth. The sun god cannot bring light into this chamber of the Dwat. Ra is now blinded by the darkness. The eyes of Ra are the source of your perception and great power. But now your eyes are dark and they need renewal and revitalization. Navigating this hour is difficult but Maat is here, and your bark is expertly guided. This hour is divided by the descending path of the Rose Tal, the entrance of dragging. This is the journey that the body makes down into the tomb as it is dragged to its final resting place. It is here in the fourth hour that those who are still tied to the ancestral call are prevented from crossing the threshold. At the final gate of this realm called the edge of eternity, 
Ra must now choose transformation in the resurrection matrix on the other side. Ma'at is present, and there is much support for this next step, but it is always a choice to change or to remain the same. The Fifth Hour Feeling the desire of your soul, Ra crosses the threshold and enters the fifth hour. The night bark is still being towed upon the sands of Sokar's land. Here, Ra is welcomed by a series of declarative epitaphs. Pacifier of the West, Lord of Life, Opener of Earth, He who unlocks the Earth, Pacifier of the Counter Heaven. These enigmatic titles proclaim the power of the event about to take place. This is the secret place of alchemical transformation, the union of fire and water. Here we find that the soul of Osiris has been encased in a chrysalis in the cavern of Sokar. It is now breaking forth into new life. Kepfer guides the rope, drawing the bark with the ba of Ra symbolically into union with the resurrected Ba of Osiris, thus uniting that which is separated every day. This alchemical union of Ra Osiris rejuvenates the cycle of light and life for one more day. This is the mystery of the Imchet and the abomination of all things that oppose Ma'at. And this is why your symbol of disharmony has to be on a separate boat. Here in the fifth hour, there is a spiritual rebirth for those who are ready to embrace new life as a unified whole. Yes, you are quite right. This is not yet the conclusion of the journey. There is still much to do before the dawn is birthed, and you along with it. Here you have accomplished a part of the great work, and here there is great rejoicing. The Sixth Hour In the sixth hour, the flow of water has returned, and the night bark once again is rowed instead of rope-towed. Deep in the land of Sokar, the necropolis of the Dwat the waters that run are nun. The flow of the undifferentiated potential from which all was created and into which all will return, unless the cycle can be broken by illumination. This realm is populated by the kings of the past and all the illuminated Ba souls, the Ach spirits who have successfully battled Apophis the manifestation of that which opposes Ma'at. They are all here to contribute the wisdom of the ages and to witness the next stage of transformation in which the dismembered physical body of Osiris is united with and rejuvenated by the god Kephrer. The waters of creation will serve a vital role in this rebirth of Ra Osiris as Kephrer 
the god of the dawn. Here in the deepest hour of the night, the revitalized body of Osiris can now receive the light of the united Ba of Ra Osiris. But the process of restoring the solar eyes must continue for several more hours. The eyes are the power of the sun god, which has not yet reached its full strength. This mystery is strongly protected from all danger, because failure would mean the death of all creation. So for now, light and life are joined and begin the journey towards the dawn. The Seventh Hour We now enter the chamber of Osiris, a place where the resurrected, reunited, and transformed God, you, will meet your first test. The night bark proceeds on its way without any water. The waters of Nun are not present here, and without the possibility of towing, the bark sails by the magic of Isis and the elder magician. Ra proclaims his revitalized purpose. I have come that I may illuminate the one who is in darkness. You see, even though a tremendous amount of work has been accomplished, there is still that issue of disharmony and darkness that you brought with you. It has been following your progress, and it has waited until this moment to bring its full weight to block your progress and send you back into darkness. It is a face-off, but you are not alone, and you have gained invaluable knowledge in the sixth hour from all the ox spirits who have battled their personal manifestation of Apophis. I would invite you now to place yourself face to face with the symbol that you received in the second hour. See it as large or even larger than yourself. Hear any message that it needs to express to you. remembering that you are no longer the person you were back in the second hour. Perhaps you can now see the situation from a different perspective or see a new possibility. Isis and the Elder Magician are here to intervene at your command. The disharmony must be completely disempowered in order for you to proceed. Light, the light of Ra, must shine forth in the darkness and illuminate every aspect of the issue. Not light from your eyes, for they are still rejuvenating, but light from your heart. Breathe Ma'at into it.
Perhaps you even see the symbol changing before your eyes as it transforms into an ally that will now lend its energy to your course of evolution. This is the goal of this mysterious cavern. The Eighth Hour Congratulations! The transformation of disharmony into Ma'at has restored the flow of divine energy. You now move along smoothly into the eighth hour. Here the rejuvenated and victorious Ra shines brightly into each of the ten vaults where the gods and goddesses enthusiastically respond to your voice. You might even imagine that the journey through these vaults is symbolic of the greater path that the sun follows each day as it encircles the earth. Moving through this mysterious hour, Ra greets and reestablishes his connection with his supporters, protectors, and followers, the Ak spirits who inhabit these vaults which represent the diversity of creation. It is important for the newly transformed Ra to reconnect because we also see that the inhabitants of the eighth hour have themselves been newly reclothed, indicating that all things have been made fresh and new with this alchemical union of Ra Osiris. There are sounds of celebration issuing from the vaults, indicating the joyous response of bees and bulls, cats, craftsmen, and women. And you might notice in the far corner of this chamber the appearance of a very special serpent called the World Encircler. It appears in this hour, right after the encounter and transformation of Apophis. Just notice it for now, it will return with a very great purpose. Indeed, the whole Dwat responds to this mysterious union which anticipates the birth of a new day and the gifts necessary for life to continue on earth as a reflection of that which is above. The Ninth Hour The Ninth Hour now gives Ra and his loyal crew of rowers a chance to rest and reprovision for the remainder of the journey. There is water for the bark to float upon, and there is plenty of beer and bread for all. There is abundant light being provided by the manifestation of your new perspective Issues and situations are illuminated with new light driving out any obstacles to the perfect cycle of Ma'at. Everything is right on schedule and going as planned. The journey has been arduous and here you are rewarded with rest. It is also an opportunity to feel your new beingness. 
experience the vitality of your rejuvenated body and stretch your psychic spiritual muscles. Who are you now? And what is your desire for the remainder of the journey? The tenth hour. If you feel a waning in your power to project your illuminating light, fear not, great Ra. Your solar eyes will soon be back to full strength. But it seems that even with their restoration, there is an imbalance between the left and the right, the male and the female. There is not yet equilibrium in the duality of perception. This too is a process, and Kepfer has set a plan in motion that will see all things balanced and reborn for those who choose this path. Not all will choose to continue to this level of perfection, however, for it is not yet their time. For those blessed Ba souls who still have need of perfection upon the physical plane, the waters of Nun have a lagoon here in the tenth hour. In the water, you might also see those who are still connected to their ancestral Ka spirits, those who chose not to change, or those who failed to face and transform their inner disharmony. All these souls are blessed, assisted and instructed by Ra, as your light shines brightly offering illumination on their return to the physical realm. Speaking of the transformation of disharmony, you may notice great Ra floating alongside the night bark. There is a smaller boat with the symbol of your transformed issue very soon it will return to you all of the energy that was poured into this disharmony. This reintegration will help to fuel the final stage of your alchemical transformation. The Eleventh Hour Here in the Eleventh Hour, we must shift the metaphor and return all to their proper path. You, fellow traveler on this inward journey, are truly a reflection of the glorious Sun God. For this time, you have shared His path and experienced transformation as one. Now it is time for you to prepare to return to your waiting physical body, transformed, revitalized, and reborn you join the multitude of incarnate souls seeking healing, growth, and knowledge. There are also the many returning souls who will, during this day, be joined with a new physical body in birth. The bark of millions serves to ferry all the souls on their varied journeys. Ra the great God has achieved mastery of time, and with this there is visual equilibrium. 
Here in the eleventh hour, we see Ra as the perfected being that emerged from the cave of Sokar back in the fifth hour and united with Osiris in the sixth. His power and sight are whole, and the preparations have begun for rebirth. The great serpent, the world encircler, having grown with all of the energy and light that has been generated since the eighth hour, it is now being carried into position for the rebirth into dawn. This serpent, as a creature of great power and energy, will channel all the energy from all the transformed symbols of all the issues that all the people brought into this night's journey, including yours. The world encircler unites the world, meaning the earth and sky union of reflections through energy. The energy we all exchange in our breathing, our thinking, our speaking, and our actions, as well as the energy we all share in the rays of light and life showered abundantly upon all creation are all of one source and essence represented here in the Great Serpent. The hour of illumination and rebirth is nearly upon us. The dawn, the herald of creation so many billions of years ago, will soon announce the return of the great solar disk in his daily trek. Prepare yourself for this mysterious cycle, for you are a participant in it and a reflection of it. The Twelfth Hour The hour has come, the culmination of the journey. The Twelfth Hour finds the world encircler now at its full strength on the ground before the bark. There is great celebration and anticipation, both for the inhabitants of the realm who are working to ensure the continuance of the cycle and for the millions upon the bark awaiting the mysterious moment. Even the gods of primeval creation are in attendance to lend their energy. We see the god Keperer in front of the bark as he is the morning form of Ra. The ball of eggs that he set in motion back in the tenth hour are now ready to rise above the horizon to new life. There are twelve gods representing aspects of time who now pull the bark through the body of the serpent, the world encircler, now called the life of the gods. As a reversal of the journey through Nut, the bark is pulled from the tail to the mouth, gathering all the energy, vitality, and knowledge necessary for rebirth. After the twelve gods, there are thirteen goddesses who all have an active role in this final stage of the journey. The progression of the bark through the snake as an energy process may even feel like the completion of the cycle of kundalini energy, 
a physical movement that has its origin here in the Dwat. And now the moment has come. The night bark is no longer needed. The body of Osiris is shed as Keperer, the renewed sun god, boards the day bark. Osiris, the lord of the Dwat, must remain here to govern the activities during the day. All other souls board the appropriate boats to carry them back to their physical bodies or to the mothers who are about to give birth. Keperer is heavily guarded, for the enemies of the light seek to exploit the vulnerability of renewal in order to reinstate darkness. Shu takes Keperer in his arms, carries the sun to the horizon, and raises him into position at the unification of day and night, light and darkness. In that nanosecond, Keperer, the Lord of Time, bridges the great duality. Then, in the maturing of that moment, the night is past and dawn rays break through the horizon like a herald's trumpet. The light has returned, and all of creation is renewed in the mystery. Back in your homes and in your beds, the transformed souls are returned to their sleeping physical forms bringing with them all the knowledge, understanding, illumination, and vitality that you accumulated on this night's journey. You are a new being, renewed with the day, and it is your choice how you will live it. Will you be a reflection of the light, contributing to the circulation of Ma'at? Or will you create obstacles for the light and restrict the flow of Ma'at. This concludes our journey through the 12 hours of the Amdwat, the secret chamber of transformation and rebirth. I hope that the symbols and insights of the ancient Egyptians have expanded your understanding and deepened your knowledge. May you find this promise from the text to be true for you. Whoever knows this mysterious passage will be a well-provided Ach spirit. Always will you leave and enter the Duat and speak to the living, a true healing proven a million times. I leave you now with a quotation from the closing statements of the Amduat. The breath of Ra belongs to your nose. The breathing of Kepher is with you, so that you live and remain alive. <laughs>